Alright everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of your Buckbuster Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything hockey. My name's Kyle, surrounded by my co-host, that's a lot to say in one breath. How's it going? Alright. Right. I know Colin has a question here to the, kick us off. Debate time. What is the best hockey movie ever? Goon, Snapshot, Mystery Alaska, Young Blood, The Rocket, Miracle, the Mighty Ducks, or something else. Miracle. <laughs> I'm going to go Miracle. I'm sure Kyle's going to say Mighty Ducks. I'm not going to lie. It's been a long time since I've seen Miracle, at least start to finish. Out of those ones listed, I'd probably have to say Goon. Really? I thought I was going to be uh, the only one who said Goon. Goon, yeah. Goon is Doug Gladden. Doug Gladden. Doug Gladden. It's one of those like dream jerseys yeah. that I want to try to find I a mean, Doug Gladden jersey. You could also technically say the Tooth Fairy. It's a hockey movie. I forgot about that one. That's it's it's technically. I don't know if you consider that a hockey movie. Just the part. I'll I'll consider it a hockey movie. That's like that's like. I mean, that's also like that'd be like considering Happy Gilmore a hockey movie. Uh, yeah, true, but still. But I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that there's been debate about Happy Gilmore being considered a hockey movie. I mean, it's it's like it's like calling Die Hard a Christmas movie. But that that is a Christmas movie. That is not a Christmas. It is a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. It's because it I, I takes don't... place on Christmas. It's a, it's a Diary of a Wimpy Kid's a fucking Halloween movie. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't know what kind of drugs you are on right now, but I want to be on those kind of drugs. Oh, man. M- Mighty Ducks is a very close second. Yeah. Say probably right behind Mighty Ducks is probably Slapshot. But, oof. Yeah. Yeah, for me... Yeah, Goon is good. I say mine. I personally think Miracle and then Mighty Ducks and then... Slapshot and then Goon yeah. kind of all I'm, back and forth on those. Two. I'm gonna go and all, or maybe on like a three way tie for yeah. second. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go my top three out of that. Miracle's my number one. Goon is number two and the Mighty Ducks are my third out of that. I mean, I mean Mighty Ducks that's just a classic it man. Is. Like you think hockey movies, that's one of the first ones that you're that almost yeah. anybody is gonna name. You know, I should have worn my Mighty Ducks jersey tonight. <laughs> you should have. Oh, I should have. My yeah, uh, might have been foreshadowing for your for your question. I, here's the thing. I, I still wouldn't have <laughs> thought of it, but... <laughs> well, no, here's the thing. I didn't see that question to after I got here in, okay. in the studio. So, like, I was like, ah! I mean, I already had my bag packed, you know, at, at 10, 10 this morning before I went to work. Yeah. And I was like... Same here. <laughs> yeah, so I, I should have if I knew this question beforehand, but, like... Sorry, yeah. not sorry. Yeah. It, all, all, every single one on that list is a good, great movie. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's, there's some... Obviously, some are better than others, and some... You know, it's all of them are debatable, and anybody can make a great debate to choose which one. And everyone has a personal. Yeah, anyway, you have personal favorites, and then there's so statistics, or you know, you know, you know, Rotten Tomatoes score wise that are considered the best and the favorites. But so really, know. not a right or a wrong yeah, question. Not really, no. All right, let's move on to the more serious stuff. Not talk about our, our fantasy hockey movie <laughs> stuff. Jeffy, I think you have a couple of things for the oh, uh, the minor league. Yep. Um, starting with the Sioux St. Marie Greyhounds, um, with two goals in yesterday, Saturday, the um, game, um, Roy Curtis becomes the third Greyhound player to eclipse a hundred points um, in the last in the past decade, behind um, Morgan Frost of the 2018-2019 season and Nick Cousins of the 2013. The 2012-2013 season, um, and then with um, Owen Sounds win last night, they they secured their 11th straight season with at least 30 wins. 
and then with a franchise record with the most wins of um, in franchise history with 35 wins, the Mississauga with the Mississauga Steelheads. Um, <clears throat> Nathan Styrus of the Hamilton Bulldogs um, with his 14th goal um, on Thursday's game last Thursday um, against North Bay. Um, he sets a bulldog single season record surpassing Nicholas Mathens of the with thirteen of thirteen in the twenty eighteen twenty nineteen season for most goals by a defenseman and le- and he currently leads um, the OHL with fifty five points in forty nine games this season. Um. The, the Adam Faraga of the got of the Ottawa 67ers got played his 200th OHL game this week, and the Roy of the Sioux Saint Greyhounds he also played one his 100th 100th game this um. One hundredth. One hundredth. I'm gonna get it out. One hundred. One. Repeat after me, Jeff. For you. One hundredth. That's one of those words, Mandy. I couldn't get pronounce until I was twelve, anyway. So. <laughs> Wait, you can pronounce stuff when you were twelve. Touche. <laughs> and then that was all. No, 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 no. That wasn't shit talking. That was, you know, more back, no, more at you than at me. So, True. or more at me than at you, but. True. Yeah. So it was like a boomerang. <laughs> Jumping up to the NHL, a very, very weird. Uh, circumstance here. The NHL reviewed and ended up, de- you know, reversing or declining the Vegas Golden Knights Anaheim Ducks deal, including Ev- De- and Evgeny Dadanov due to a no trade clause that was included. That in the was, yeah, I, I yeah, saw that. Yeah. That was I, I crazy. That's very, like, have, have we ever seen that before? I don't. That's I, very. It is. It is extremely. Oh, I, I've never rare. seen it. I don't know. Like, like most players were open up to see if they. I'm, Put it as a, a minimal trade class. Like, hey, if you trade me, t- uh, if you trade me anywhere, these are my three teams I'm willing to go to. Yeah. So make it happen. Uh, and I, I know I said these uh, these guys earlier. Breaking the NHL determines that the Ducks will get dad enough on weekends, and the Knights will get uh, the Knights <laughs> will get him on the weekdays, and will take turns exchanging him at Thanksgiving and Christmas in. <laughs> so thank you, Gary Fart. I'm Bettman. Um. And on the news, uh, obviously Alex Ovechkin has already hit the 40 goal mark. Shocker. Shocker. Wow. Um, so in NHL history, there have been two players who have hit the 40 goal mark t- 12 times the great one and the great eights. Yeah. So Ovechkin's in some really damn good company here. Yeah. Yes. When it comes to, comes to the and stack. The pressure is on the line next season. See if he can break it. Yep. Because he's I mean, now chasing down. No, he's probably going to do it. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. Yep. I, I assuming he one he stays healthy, and two we aren't we don't phase you know another shortened season. Yeah. Uh, pandemic lockout, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. Because yeah. next up is Mr. Hockey, Goldie yeah. Howe. Yeah, which he's only you know, double digits now behind yeah. Mr. Yeah. Hockey. So. Yeah. Something I found surprising. <clears throat> I was looking through NHL discussion on Instagram today, and. With 35 days left in the season, this was posted two days ago, so now there's 33. Three out of the four cup finalists are not in the playoffs. Oh, out of the final four. Out of the final four. Vegas, Vegas, Montreal, Montreal, and the Islanders 
are yeah. not in cup contention this well, year. Well, Montreal is officially eliminated. I know, still. I think Montreal is the only team that is, that is officially eliminated. eliminated. Yes. In Arizona, I think. But Ve- just, Vegas, I mean, not Vegas, Montreal is yeah. the only team so far. Is the only yeah, team yeah, Arizona. <clears throat> Arizona. It's be very, very soon to follow. <clears throat> yeah, Arizona and Seattle are the next two teams. Yeah. Technically, Montreal is a point more than Arizona. But Seattle, man, that's a team that, like, they're doing way worse than I thought they were going to, man. Yeah. I thought they were going to at least make a playoff push, but... Well, what do you expect when you, dra- uh, when you pick a bunch of C-grade players? Yeah. And when you, you know, draft and ultimately name, cap- like, your captain, I mean, he's the worst captain in Seattle franchise history. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I mean, with, C- with Seattle, though, I can definitely... I'm going to give them three years to get their shit together. I'm going to give them not, like, the next few seasons... I'm going to say like 25 going into 26 25, 26 season. 25, 26 season is when they're going to sit down and be like, all right, you got most of Seattle are a bunch of old heads anyways. And that's when they're going to get a bunch of young draft picks. They're going to get, you know, Mark Giordano is going to be out of there. Oh, he, he, are, he is. Or, He's one of those that was traded. Yeah. And a couple of like the other... fucking lineup was traded. I know. <laughs> and, a couple, and a couple of the other old heads that are still there, I can't think of names off the top of my head that uh, are going to be... Everly, yeah. um, Grubauer, you can kind of almost consider him an old head at this point. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of those old guys are going to be gone in the next three years. They're going to retire. Seattle's, I can see them just trading for draft picks, you know, and get these young, fresh rookies in the league, and I can see them maybe winning a cup 27-28. That's a short timeline. I know. That's a really close timeline for I say 27-28. I'm going to go five years. All right. <clears throat> and then with Tuesday's game against the Columbus Blue Jackets, Pittsburgh Penguins defenseman Mike Matheson has reached 400 games played. Wow. In, in that same game, Sidney Crosby has t- had tied in tonight. I believe tonight he had pass officially passes Brett Hall for twenty fourth place in all time career points. Yeah, he's tied for twenty third right now. And he, he's only three points behind the grading oh, wow. all time for points. So, well, that says something, man. Just the Mexican yeah. versus Crosby bait. What does that tell you? And Crosby's played what three hundred, four hundred less games. An OV, <laughs> and he's only three points behind. Yeah. Imagine where he'd be. If he didn't have those concussion issues, yeah. if he didn't break his jaw and miss a couple of games, like wh- what would happen if Crosby wasn't as injury that's, prone? That's one, one of those biggest. I think that's one of those biggest what ifs that we did in last season's what if episode. Yeah, like what so, if Crosby didn't miss you know as many games as he did with injury? Yeah, where would he be, and how much more damage would he be like be making? I mean, he still would be go- come down as one of the best players to play at the game. Just. Not, not only of his generation, but of all time. Okay. Yeah. That, like Mike, uh, Mike Sullivan made the comment earlier today after you know, the Penguins' 11-2 victory over Detroit. You know, Mal- Mal- yeah, he said the same comment about Malkin. You know, number one, him not making the NHL player like, top 100 list. But, you know, he's one of the greatest players of all time. So Yeah. All right, uh, moving on. Obviously, the big Claude Giroux trade has happened last week to the Ford Panthers. On his first shift, first game as a Panther, he scored 36 seconds, 36 in, the seconds in. Wow. What, what did I say? He's, Claude is one of, you know, debated, debated, how the fuck you say debatably. it? Debatably. Yeah, debatably. Yeah, debatably. <laughs> yeah, there it is again. Debatably, one of the best skaters currently right now to play the game with, with one of the best teams 
in the NHL as of right now. Yeah, what did I say? He can't win a fucking playoff. I know. But what did right. I say last week? He's going to be a powerhouse. He proved that. Probably did say that right he off the bat. He proved that with be, his first game. He's going to be a difference maker. He is. I can see Florida. Yeah, I can see Florida winning the cup this year with Giroux. Just watch. They'll move from the first round to the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> Never know. That's we can't talk much shit. When's the last time the Penguins made it out of the first round? So more recently than the the Leafs and the Panthers. I'm gonna go. Yeah, my hot. My, I normally do like a hot take it episode. That's my hot take this episode. Panthers gonna take it all the way this year. Yeah, that's a stretch. Good luck making it past Colorado. That's why it's a hot take. I know. That's why it's a hot take. Still though, you never know. And then um, with an uh, with an assist on one of Evgeny Malkin's goals tonight. Chris Tang is now 5th place on the Penguins all-time list at 637, behind Yager, Lemieux, and two of his current teammates in Crosby and Malkin. Oh boy, Tanger. <clears throat> and uh, the Penguins ha- still have the current longest streak since the 2006-2007 season in the NHL with 14, wa- uh, 14 seasons, consecutive, well not consecutive, 14 consecutive seasons with 40 plus wins. Wow. The next closest is San Jose at 12, which they're not going to make it. Uh, Washington, Nashville, and Boston all at 11 apiece. Excuse me. Bless you. Um, Excuse me. Get your shit together. <laughs> More like get your snot together. That's not possible. Dallas um, Stars goaltender. Um, Fucking hate you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Colin's dad joke of the night. All right. Keep it on check. Um, Dallas Stars um Goaltender um, Scott Redwood made um, a um, in his debut set a franchise record with um, forty four saves. In his debut, wow! Uh, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. For, also, for, for a debut, his first game with the team. Also, uh, Vegas Golden Knights head coach Peter DeBoer has currently coached his one thousandth. Or is currently coaching his 1,000th career game. Wow. Almost about to come to an end. I would say, is that the game in OT right now? Or a shootout? Because unless I just check fantasy, there's one game left for tonight that's in a... No, no, I... Vegas <laughs> does Ve- Vegas lost 4 nothing. Okay, because there's a game currently that's just ended OT. Oh, no, I'm, I'm looking at Tuesday. What am I doing? <laughs> Yeah, the Vegas. Uh, you're, you're thinking of Montreal, New Jersey. That's it. Yeah, they're two and two and going to a game. And then uh, Kyle's and Jets, but I guess that was from the other night because the Vegas uh, Vegas played last night. Gotcha. Okay. Which they won five to four in overtime against the Blackhawks. There were a lot of overtime games this week. I have to say that's the most overtime games I've seen in a while, especially in a week stretch. Uh, also, I guess Nazem Kadri has scored his five hundredth career points. Maybe. What was this that I saw you said, Connor? Connor. I don't know why it's Connor. <laughs> Colin, former referee Tim Peel, speaks out against his termination from the NHL. Yeah, He was the one that got caught saying something on the hot mic against Nashville, right? Yeah, Nashville and yeah. uh, Detroit, where he's like, I, I wish I could have called a fucking penalty against, De- uh, against Nashville, but couldn't. I'm not going to do that. Um, this yeah. is coming from uh, bladesofsteel.com from S. Harper. Uh, we always hoped that NHL referees wouldn't play a role in the outcome of a hockey game, but sometimes it seemed like the, they were the sole reason for a team's victory. One year ago today, which this was as of the 24th, so the 24th of 2021, uh, my caught NHL official Tim Peel explaining he was calling an even-up call during the game. 
During a game between the National Predators and the Detroit Red Wings, Peel gave the Predators Victor Arvidsson a penalty for tripping against the Detroit Red Wings defenseman John Merrill. The penalty wasn't the issue. It was Peel's comments after he accidentally shared it via his hot mic. To the Detroit bench, which... Sorry, dude. That fucking sucks. At which the audio was cut out as soon as Peel realized it was realized his mistake, but it was too late. Peel was fired by the NHL about a month before his planned retirement. Imagine a, m- a month before you're set to which retire. I, I, think, I think we did talk about that last, 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 last season, yeah. But uh, officially, he's spoken out against it, so. Yeah. Obviously, yes. Like, clearly you made a mistake. Yeah. He, he owned up to it. He... You know, but it, you shouldn't be saying that shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Especially at, at a professional level. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't show your bias, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then last, I think that's a bit of news. Uh, Vadasov, I'm not even going to attempt to say that last name, of the Arizona Coyotes has scored his first NHL career goal. If you guys want to give it a shot at say, trying to say his last name, <laughs> go ahead. But fuck it, I'm not. Good luck. <laughs> I thought it said Kovachuk there for a second, but then I saw more. I was like, oh. Vladislav Koyachonik? Koyachonik, yeah. That's what Koyachonik? I'm yeah, I wasn't even going to try That'd be my best, my best guess or, on the pronunciation of that. Or being Russian, Koyachonok. Chonok. Chonok. Yeah. You- Koyachonok. <laughs> it sounds like you said something else, but I'm not even going to call it. <laughs> yeah. All right, and jumping back into your Buckbuster injury report. Coming out of Anaheim, Adam Henrique is currently out with an undisclosed injury and did not play in yesterday's matchup against the San Jose Sharks. Jakob Silverberg is on the injured reserve and will not skate for at least two weeks due to a blood clot in his right leg. Jesus Christ. Uh, also, Yurho Vaskanen uh, is put on the injured reserve with an undisclosed injury and did not play this past week against the Predators or at all. Uh, but he did coach Dallas Eakins but, but sorry, but Coach Dallas Eakins added that he recently acquired the defenseman is is healthy enough to take contract to take contact. Sorry, I can't read today. Apparently, uh, coming out of Arizona, Giannis Moser is currently in day to day status, as well as Christian Fisher and Jake McBain are both out. Uh, Fisher with a lower body injury will miss at least the next three games, and then McBain's ankle injury will likely take a couple weeks to heal rather than days. That's per head coach Andre Torgany. What did he do to his ankle? Was it on? Was it? Um, it just as an ankle injury. Oh. Yeah. Uh, coming out of Boston, Josh Brown. Uh, he's he was not injury related, but he was not in the lineup against the Islanders yesterday. Um, coming out of Buffalo, Casey Fitzgerald is currently in day-to-day status. Coming out of Chicago, Tyler Johnson is currently on the injured reserved. In concussion protocol, he, but he did practice with the team on Tuesday. Coming out of Colorado, Arturi Lekanen is currently in day-to-day status. Coming out of Dallas, Miro Heiskanen is currently in the IR with an illness and is considered day-to-day. He could end up being an option versus Anaheim on Tuesday. Coming out of Detroit, Giovanni Smith is currently in the out status. Coming out of Montreal, the list is finally getting smaller. Jonathan Drouin is on the injured reserve with a wrist injury, and he will soon seek a second opinion regarding the injury. Uh, Jeff Petrie is out and is expected to be sidelined long-term due, due to his lower body injury. 
And Brendan Gallagher is still currently out with a lower body injury, and they expected to miss at least another week due to his lower body injury. Coming out of New York, Labor Hajnik is currently in the day-to-day -day status, as well as Kevin Rooney and Capo Caco in the injured reserved. Rooney, with an upper body injury, has been skating on his own and is targeting a return in early April. And Capocaco, with a wrist injury, is currently skating on his own and could return also in early April. Coming out of Philly, Travis Konecki is in day-to-day -day status. Uh, coming out of Pittsburgh, Brock McGinn is currently in day-to-day -day status. Coming out of San Jose, Matt Nieto is out. No comment given. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning... Ryan McDonough is currently out and has been ruled out indefinitely with an upper body injury, the team announced on Saturday. <coughs> Coming out of Vancouver, Matthew Highmore is currently out and is dealing with an upper body injury and did miss Saturday's clash against Dallas. Uh, Coming out of Vegas, Max Pacioretty is currently in the injured reserve with an undisclosed injury. He suffered a setback in Thursday morning's skate and will not be and won't be available in the near future. And finally, coming out of Washington, Johan Larson is in the injured reserve with an abdomen injury. He is expected to arrive back in Washington on Tuesday. Uh, that is per Samantha Pell of the Washington Post reports. And that just about does it for your Buckbuster injury report. I have to say, out of all of those, I think the biggest one that caught my eye was Capo. Capo 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 Caco. Yeah. Want to try that again? <laughs> Being, Same fucking letters, know, just like, replace one. Yeah, being with being with he's with Minnesota, right? Uh, the Blue Coats. Blue Coats, okay. Yeah, being with the Rangers, it's one of those things where the Rangers, you know, they're a great team. Don't get me wrong, but the Rangers are one of those teams where they're a very injury-driven team. Yeah. Where one player goes down with injury, it's kind of like the COVID bug. One player goes down it's, with injury. It's a, it's a revolving door. Exactly. Like, two go in, two go out, and it's like the same exactly. gosh darn thing. And right. the, it goes through the whole a chain, team. A chain reaction. Exactly. So, Capo's hurt now, you know, and two, three weeks from now, it could be a captain. It could be a forward so defenseman. Cap, cap, Capo goes in, Mafrenier goes out. Yes. Mafrenier goes in, Quieter goes out. Exactly. It's the same goddamn thing. It just Listen, over Vegas and over and is over. having this exact same trouble yeah. this year. Vegas has, is very, yeah. Alright, so it is now time that we move on to the main topic of this evening. It's a part two. Obviously, we couldn't get this all in last week, or else, you know, we would have been here all night, and I don't know, none of us want that. You guys yeah. want to hear us, you know, go on for two and a half, three hours about the same old stuff. So, yeah. Um, so, instead of doing current, currently playing NHL, uh, former early childers going pro. It's retired NHLers that were once in the OHL. So, yeah. instead of hearing Bobo and Kyle go back and forth, now you're going to hear Jeffy and I have a good old slugfest here. <laughs> so, right. I'll, I'll let Jeffy go first here. I, I'll be the gentleman and the scholar. Uh, eh, not scholar. Starting with the, our first line, um, Steve Eiserman, um, Wayne Gretzky, and Ron Francis. Steve Eiserman played for the, P the Peterburg Peets. And Wayne Gretzky played for the Peterborough Beats, and Sue, the Greyhounds, and then Ron Francis also played Didn't with the Didn't we decipher that Ron Francis was a defenseman? Uh, I don't think so. He was a forward. He was a forward. That's what I saw when I woke him up. We, we, didn't end, we ended up not just putting him in. Oh, no, he, he's in. He's just on a different line for us. Okay. So, two of the three of our are the same. Stevie Y and Wayne Gretzky. 
Uh, obviously, Gretzky had. Uh, Gretzky had. I uh, threw. Uh, well, fourteen hundred eighty-seven games played. He has eight hundred ninety-four goals, nineteen hundred sixty-three game uh, assists for twenty-eight hundred and fifty-seven points. And Steve Yzerman threw fifteen hundred fourteen uh, fourteen games played. His six hundred ninety-two goals, uh, ten thousand. Uh, Ten, yeah, ten thousand, <laughs> one thousand sixty-three assists, and for seventeen hundred fifty-five points on that first line. But the other winger, instead of Ron Francis, we had from the Oshawa Generals Eric Lindros. Nice. In seven hundred sixty games played, uh, he's three hundred seventy-two goals, four hundred ninety-three assists for eight hundred and sixty-five. What, what I find kind of funny is, they, they, they I saw a fact the other day, if Wayne Gretzky never took a shot in his NHL career, he would still lead the league in points to this day. I <laughs> saw that. I yeah. saw <laughs> um, Since Colin didn't say their OHL records, since I have those, uh, Wayne Gretzky's, his um, OHL record um, was 70 goals, 115 assists, and 185 points. Um, Steve Eiserman's is, is 63 goals. 92 assists and 155 points. And Ron Francis has 44 goals, 73 assists, and 117 points. Shoot. For Ron Francis to be a center like that, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of points for the OHL. But I was kind of expecting, like, 150s, like Gretzky and the other one. What it was, too, back then when they played, they were not, they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, very true. So, so they would have, they could have been yeah. higher, or they would have, if they played longer. They could have. Yeah, because I was gonna say last week when Jeffy and I did current, I included playoff wins and losses, and our shot, and I'm sure you guys could tell our numbers are a little bit off. I hope. <laughs> God damn it! All right, moving on. Um, I'll start off with the second line for Kyle and I. So uh, this is where I have Rick Nash from London. Doug Gilmore from the Cornwall Royals and Sarnia Sting franchise, and Todd Bertuzzi from the Guelph franchise. So we're so that. Yeah, you finish. Go ahead. So yeah, Rick Nash in uh, 1,060 games played, he has 437 goals, 368 assists for 805 points. Uh, Doug Gilmore has four, uh, 1,474 point, uh, points. Yeah, games played, 450 goals and 964 assists, and Todd Bertuzzi has. Has uh, 1,159 games played, 314 goals, uh, 456 assists for 770 points. So yeah. were, were those two OHL teams the same franchise, or were they two? Yeah, that, that's why I said okay. for, uh, the Cornwall Royals and Sarnia franchise. Okay. So he was there during. Well, he's the. He's, I think he was there during the Cornwall Royals franchise, but since they were uh, moved to Sarnia. Gotcha. Okay. Might, might, might as well say that it's that yeah. the same franchise. Because okay. yeah, when he said franchise. It, Threw me off a little bit. I was like, okay, two separate teams, one franchise, and it. it, it it's it's like saying the the Win- the Atlanta Winnipeg franchise. Yeah, or the yeah. Win- Winnipeg. Yeah, I, I, again, it just yeah. threw me through a loop because you're not used to hearing shit like that in the OHL. You're it's more NHL. You yeah. hear more of that. I get, I get your yeah. get your confusion yeah. Um, our our second line is Eric Lindros of the Austria Generals, Bobby Hall, and then Doug Gilmore, the Belleville, and the Cornwall Royals. Um, kind of going off of their OHL stats on Eric Lindros has 97 goals, 119 assists, and up I got I've whoops I got the points, but he had at least over 
200 points. Um, Doug Gilmore, he had 130 goals, 199 assists, and then 409 points. And then Bobby Hall. Got a, oh, there you go. 48 goals, uh, 45 assists, and then 89. So, you didn't, so that was not... He was okay in the, the minors. minors. All right, Colin, off the lot, your third line. All right, my third line. I have to pick up where I left off. Uh, Mike Rupp from the Windsor area, uh, Windsor area uh, with 610 games paid, 54 goals, 45 assists for 99 points. Failed to make that that hundred point mark in his you know ten seasons. Just shy. Uh, Ron Francis from Sault Ste. Maria, at uh, 1,731 games played, 549 goals, 1,249 assists for 1,798 points. Holy shit. And the right winger from the Erie Otters, good old Brad Boys. Oh, man. 822 games played, 211 goals, 294 assists for 505 points. I don't know about y'all, but I was there when they raised Brad Boys jersey. I was, I was there game. for when they did Vince, Vinny Scott's. I was also there when they did Vinny Scott's. I, I was at the Brad Boys one because I was like six. And I didn't really know what was going on. I just saw the, the jersey going up to the rafters, and we were, you know, I was standing there getting goosebumps because I've never, you know, when you're six years old, you watch that jersey <laughs> go up, and you're like, wow. It, it's all a matter of time before they honor McDavid's. I was McDavid, like, uh, 12. 17 and 97, for yep. sure. Darren Rash, 97 will be the first one. Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. Darren Rash, I feel like, would be up there, too, since he's the all-time defense. Was, wasn't Taylor Radish also 17, though? So how would the hell would they raise number 17? No, no, uh, Darren was 24. Yeah, was Darren was 24. No, I'm sorry. I'm Strong. sorry, Strong was 19. Strong was 19, okay. Yeah. That's why so I feel like in. they're going to... Radish, I mean, McDavid. yeah, Radish, DeBrickett, and... Strong and McDavid. McDavid. Since they all are holding right now record, Otter's record. McDavid's going first, no doubt about it. If I had to guess, you know, living in Erie, I'm going to go McDavid, Strom, Radish, and DeBrinket because I'm going to be the last. Out of those four, McDavid's going to be the first one. Oh, yes. absolutely. That's almost, almost a game. The only way I can see he's going last, because I know a lot of teams, every once in a while, they do a numerical order, so it looks like kind of nice and pretty going up. Mm-hmm. So McDavid might be last, but they might do all four in one season where it goes, what were they, 12, 17, 24, 97. But they do it like two jerseys per season yeah. and save the best, for, literally save the best for last. Yeah. And our third, our, our line three was Ted Lindsay of the Austro Generals, Brennan Shan- Shanahan of the London Knights, and Mike Gartner of the Niagara, um, Niagara and... Um, of the Niagara franchise, um, of the Niagara franchise. Um, All right, and our our bottom forward line, uh, Ted Lindsay of the St. Michael's Miss Soccer franchise with uh, ten thousand sixty eight games played, three hundred seventy nine goals, four hundred seventy two assists for eight hundred fifty one points. Um, the center is Mr. Game Seven himself, Justin Williams, with the Plymouth Fence franchise. At 1,264 games played, 320 goals, 477 assists. And Andrew Shaw from Niagara and Owen Sound with 544 games played, 116 goals, and 131 assists. And then our and then our line four, I kind of had to do it. Um, Mike Rupp of 
what Colin said though of the Windsor franchise, Spitfire fran and the Erie Otters. Um, Tim Conley, Erie, and Brad, Mr. Brad Boys of the Erie Otters. Um, oh, so it, you did an old Erie line. We had I did an old Erie yeah. line. Okay, okay. You get that chemistry guy like that? Yep. If, um, you know, when Jeffy and I were putting that together, I was like, that'd be kind of cool I answered, to when do I, an all Erie line just to say, you know, if we could go back in time and put all three of them on the same line. You know, yeah, cause I don't think they were all three on the same team at one point. They were not. No, 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 very Conley, years at, Conley and each other. Boys were. Mm. Rupp, I think Boys came in at the end of Rupp's Rupp's, last year. Yeah, I think yeah, Rupp last yeah. year. I don't know, it's been so long since um, I've heard that name. Um, Tim Conley's OHL goals on, in NHL. Um, um, he had 65 goals and 72 assists and 137 points. His NHL career, he had 131 goals, 300 assists, and 431 points. Mike Rupp had, um, in his OHL career, 78 goals, 65 points, and 143 points. And then, gotta go. Uh, had Conley somewhere. So, Bobo, being non-biased, like, imagine if you weren't... Okay. Like, if, if you weren't putting in the time and the work into the lineup that you and Jeffy did, just hearing this for the first time, who would win the forward matchup between the two teams? Between the Jeffy team versus the my team? Who do you think would win? And why? Honestly, you know, that's a good question. That's a great question. I'm... Oh, I don't know. I want to say yes, but I think you guys got the upper yeah. hand. I'm going to say you guys took both the NHL and the OHL. Just oh. being, you know, the only line, like, the biggest line I'd say is, A, the All-Erie line. You know, if you would put them, like, in the NHL all together and have them play for, like, the Flames or the Panthers. Hey, I was going to say. That's, I, that's I, what I, I was going to say. The, the, the All-Erie line kind of has me. I, I like yeah, the All-Erie line. But but the other hold, line. On, hold on. Here's the thing. I should say this. I should have made the rules. Imagine if they were at the OHL at this time with the current rules and the current regulations, who would win out of that Ford court? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have line one and line four for us. Line four being the All Erie line, and line one being the, uh, Yezerman, Gretzky, and Francis. Kyle, be not non biased. Yeah, I'm, I, I like that first line. I, they're, they're, I mean, we had two of the same, but that that third one, I think I think their third is better than our third, okay. and then that first line. So, and then out of you guys, I think your third line would, I think your third and your second. So second is Nash, Gilmore, Bertuzzi, third is Rupp, Francis, boys. Yeah. Your second and third line would be our second and third. It would, it would be a 50-50 split. That's literally like putting all six skaters in a face yeah. in a shootout. Yeah. You know, you have six on each side and you put like John Gibson in goal and you're like, okay, out of you six, whoever scores the most is the best of the best. Or putting, oh my god, who's the goalie we mentioned last week? That's from the, uh, the... Kind of the OHL? Who put, who's in the OHL? Yeah. yeah. Put Gruby in that, just to keep it in that OHL state, you know, OHL state mindset. We'll put Gruby in that as a fresh OHL goaltender yeah. with six and six on each side. And it's just whoever scores the most on Gruby, better team. Yeah. 
this this one was definitely. I feel like that was a lot. We had a it, lot of fun with it. it this is this is close. It, this is really close. <laughs> it's, a, it's definitely a tougher yeah, matchup. Yeah, this it is, is very tough. So hey, viewers, Jimmy, if ever group for Jeffy and I, <laughs> kind of yeah, going back to <laughs> since I found in my notes with Tim Conley his o, um, OHL goals. All right, I did say him. Never mind. Yeah, you said him. I did. All right, I'll move on to defenseman. Um, our our first pair of defensemen, Kyle Wide. Uh, Paul Coffey and Chris Pronger. Ooh. Coffey played for King, uh, Kingston, Sault Ste. Marie, and Kitchener. And in NHL, he has uh, 1,409 games played with 396 goals, 1,135 assists for 1,531 points. And Chris Pronger from uh, Petersburg has 1,167 games played. 157 goals, uh, 541 assists, and 698 points, and would have had more before uh, after his eye injury. But I, I assume he didn't have his eye, eye injury. Yeah. Our first sign was Bobby Orr of the Austro Generals and Paul Coffey. Um, Bobby Orr's um, OHL career, him he had 107 goals, 173 assists, and 280 um, points. In his NHL career, he had 270 goals, 645 assists, and a wow. 915 um, points. Paul Coffey, he had 48 goals in the OHL, 147 assists, and 195 points. And then, obviously, Colin mentioned his NHL. And I feel like that's one of the Bobby Orr, like, he has a... He's one of good reason why they have a trophy named after him yeah. for the Eastern Conference Championship. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, Colin and I actually have him as one of our second pair of defensemen. He, I mean, he did that all in 657 games played. So, uh, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Which I'll, I'll just finish off our second pairing. Our other defenseman is Al McInnes from Kitchener with 1,416 games played in the NHL, 340 goals, 934 assists. For twelve hundred and seventy-four points in the NHL, and our second pairing was Chris Pronger, like Colin mentioned before, and then Scott C. Stevens of the Kitchener Rangers. Kitchener, I barely know her. Um, Chris Pronger's OHL since um, was forty-eight goals, one hundred forty assists, and one hundred eighty-eight points, and then Scott Stevens' his career um, was. Six goals, 36 assists, and 42 points. So he kind of was low. So kind of average for most prospects back then. Um, nowadays, I should say. Um, in his NHL career, he had 196 goals, 712 assists, and 908 points. All right, uh, Jeffy, why don't you finish off with your third-pairing defenseman? And then our third pairing, we had Adam Foote of the Sioux Greyhound of the Sioux Greyhounds and Al McKinnis of the Kitchener Rangers. So I'm sure Colin's gonna ask for not being unbiased again. It's hard. Oh, I, I haven't. I haven't. Oh, sorry. I thought. Chill um, out, my dude. Chill out. I, you're, I'm so used to you going first. I thought you said yeah, your first. Well, he kind of okay. swapped it. Yeah, um, he kind of zoned out, and I was his, like, "Shit, Colin Adam Foote." Career um, in the, both NHL and OHL. OHL with 42 goals, 137 assists, 179 points. His NHL career, 66 goals, 242 assists, and 308 points. 
and then Al McKennis, um, 82 goals, 142 assists, and 224 points in the OHL career, and in the NHL, 340 goals, 934 assists, and 1,274 points. All right, so... Now it's time for me to do my third pair of defensemen, Bobo. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, D1 is Dennis Potvin from the Ottawa Gen- uh, 67ers. And in the NHL, he's had uh, 1,060 games straight, 310 goals, 712 assists for uh, 1,052 points. And then the, the last defenseman on team, Mr. Tim Horton. Timmy Ho. Uh, Kurt, uh, he's played on the St. Michael's Majors and Mississauga franchise. With uh, 1,445 games played in the NHL, 115 goals, 403 assists for 518 points. Alright. It's all time for you to uh, start speaking again. Alright. Defensive core, Blue Liners. Non-biased. Oh, Who wins? Okay, Why? it's hard because... Both of you each we have Bobby Orr and Paul Coffey, Chris Pronger, all on different lines. Yeah, uh, four of our six defensemen are the same. Yeah. Yeah, Coffey, Pronger, when, McGinnis, and Orr. Yeah. When, it, just, when it comes to the defensemen, I think we take it. Um, just, just some of those big names. I mean, t- the only d- one with Tim Horton, and then you got you got Coffee yeah. and Pronger on the same line. The only one I was gonna say, the only one we have Orr and Coffee. I think that's gonna beat out your first line. Or coffee versus uh, coffee and pronger. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's tough. Yeah, yeah. It's basically it's basically, it's basically, it's basically arguing or a pronger. Yeah. Here, here, here's or, the or thing. Pronger. Here's the thing. You guys definitely have spread your your top your big four defensemen between your three pairings. Yeah. Obviously, or uh, or and coffee on your first pairing, uh, pronger on your second, and McGinnis on your third. Yeah. So I mean, technically, you you guys have have to spread through it. It's just. You know, it just works. Not, not many teams yeah. are going to have that one, two, three yeah. punch. Most well, teams have the one, two punch at best. Yeah. And the hard part, like when Jeffy and I were talking about this, we thought about making these extravagant lines. Like for one of them, we were going to put McKinnis and Orr for our first line. I mean, this is and a way yeah. we can debate it. Do you have any honorable mentions on defense? We do not. We we do. We do. I our, don't think to make. We have, we have one honorable mention on defense, which is Mr. Trevor Daly. Yeah, he's playing with us. The Sioux, uh, 1,058 games played, 89 goals, 220 assists for 309 points. We, we should have also added in our forward honorable mention, which is uh, Stevie Sullivan. Okay. Also played with the Sioux, 1,011 games played, 290 goals. 457 assists for 747 points. So were there two Trevor Dailies then? Because I thought there was a Trevor da- Daly on the Otters. No. Isn't there a Daly on the Otters? Mm-hmm. No? Okay. Nope. I don't know. You're, why you're in some sort of drugs there. I don't know. I've, I've heard, you know, there's two Sebastian Ajos. <laughs> well, I've heard the name Trevor Daly, but I just couldn't remember. I mean, there's probably, probably been more than one Daly, but... I, I, I thought there was a Daly with the Otters. I just couldn't... I can't remember the first name of it. That's going to be a daily question for you, Fuck isn't it? you. <laughs> But, honestly, I think you guys got it. The, uh, I mean, because, again, our first line was going to be Orr and... Uh, it was going to be Orr and McInnes. Our second line was going to be Bronger 
and Steven, or our second line was going to be Pronger and Coffee. So pretty much, your your second your second line was our first and our first. Exactly. So we, our, our you, second you changed first. it up last second. Yeah, yeah. and then me, me and Colin sat down at a at a local meetup, and we had what, about an hour and a half all together. We were yeah. sitting down, just coming up with this. Yeah, yeah you the lineups in general. So. Yeah, Jeff and I were here in the studio. We were sipping on no, a beer. We, we, we did did um our stats just throughout the week by ourselves. Yeah. So. That's what we did. I, you know, I do, I do like how this worked out. That it worked out perfectly. That was me versus yeah. or me versus you, the the newbies, and then the, yeah. the two veterans, two veterans. Going I at definitely it. think the veterans guys, going at it with the veterans, and then yeah. the rookies going at it with the I definitely guys. or the newbies. I newbies. definitely you think newbie newbies. Yeah. Well, I, here's the thing. We also have one more debate. Technically, our series is tied right now. Yeah. But the goaltenders will be the It's the shootout, pretty much. All right. So which go? Which goaltenders? Uh, so, so Jeff, why don't, you, why don't you name off your two goaltenders? We had our starting. We had Mr. Goalie, Glenn Hall, of the Windsor Spitfire, and then our other one was Tony Esposito of the Sioux Greyhounds. Esposito. Okay. Okay. No copyright intended. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, one of our goalies was different. Our backup. John, I don't even know how to... I, John Van Viesbrook. Oh, yeah. Gee, holy yeah. German last name. John Van Viesbrook. Played for the Sioux in the NHL. 882 games played. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I completely missed a stat for Van Viesbrook. That's right here. But, That's it. Well, it has the losses. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't even miss the wins, but um, he has 2.98 goals against and a .899 save percentage. Wow. And our start, our starting goaltender, Mr. Esposito himself, also from the Sioux, 866 games played in the NHL, 423 wins, 306 losses, for a 2.93 goals against average, and a .906 save percentage. Um, for Mr. Hockey, I mean, Mr. Goalie. Mr. Hockey. I, I got... Steve, wait, wait, wait. Gordy Howe, what? Is there, Gordy Howe is a goaltender? Holy shit. Mr. There are two Gordy Howes? I thought there were only two Smash Bros, man. And there's two Trevor Daly's apparently, too. <laughs> but for Mr... Goalie, um, he had uh, 407 wins, 326 losses. Um, he um, was goal against was 2.49. His save percentage was 9.17. All right, I know where I got the other name from. I was thinking of the Comedy Central tr- with the Daily Show with like Trevor Noah, and I put Trevor and Daily together, and I'm like, the Daily Show with Trevor. Noah. Yeah, I never was for SNL. We're not funny enough to be SNL, but I'll, right. take, I'll take credit for it. All right, guys. Now that we've all right, do, who wins? Just the because we have Glenn Hall, I'm going our side with Glenn Hall. Not being biased. No, just not being not being biased. I mean, again, this is I think this is where it comes down to, to the people out the people in the world, the fans. Where, yeah. where it comes down to yeah, who who's not yes. biased? Who's the least biased? Which is going to be our fans. Yeah, I mean, bo- both. If you guys had anybody other than Glenn Hall, I might have given you guys the win, honestly, because I don't. I personally don't think Glenn Hall is better than the two that we have. Yeah, T- Esposito, you guys definitely, you guys obviously you tied us on that one. So it's Espo- but, but, who's who's your other goalie? Esposito, Van and John Van Viesburg. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, well let's. Ask. Why don't we just do this? Let's ask the fan what. what like we always. We could say it comes down to the tiebreaker for voting on last week, but voting last week was a tie with the fans. Why don't we just do this? We ask everyone what goalie is better, instead of going through the whole list again. Say, you know, which goalie was better, you know, and we let them decide. 
you know, like which goalie duo is better? Yeah, yeah. Which goalie duo is better? There's definitely a a couple groups that we are in on Facebook that we could post to NHL goalies past and present. We definitely start there. Yeah, which former OHL or NHL goalies? So we we, or we can just make a vote: John Inviesbrook or Glenn Hall. Yeah, and whoever gets the most votes on that one, that can be declared our winner. Yep. So, huh? All right. I have one. I have one other thing that I saw when I was going to the bathroom when we were recording. Going back to that three weeks of trade deadline, uh, Mark Arnefer tells TNT, "It wouldn't seem right to face the Penguins in the playoffs as a member of the Capitals. Hence, why the Capitals were on his no movement clause. No, oh. yeah. as a big middle finger because the Capitals were chasing him. Yeah, they're they're, cha- them, they're trying to remember. capitalize so on like, it. We'll give you. They Holtby, they we'll give you any. We'll give you Holtby. We'll, we'll trade back for Holtby. They were so. They were so <laughs> desperate. They're like, we want you. We, we want. We'll give you Oshi, Ovi. We'll trade you our head coach for all we care. Give us it. <laughs> Just give us Fleur and a bag of donuts. I don't fucking care. <laughs> it's Mike Gardner to come out of retirement. Just give us it. <laughs> Mike Gardner plays one game. It's like a ten nothing shutout. <laughs> Or an eleven to two bit win for the pink. <laughs> uh, that that yeah. All right, and to cap off this week's episode, we're gonna do games of the week. Except we're gonna do more because we're under our goal of the sixty minute mark. Kyle, start us off with Monday the twenty eighth, and their games. Got a, a pair of good matchups here. Coming up at seven o'clock, the Carolina Hurricanes go to Washington D.C. to play the Capitals. Uh, the first place in the entire league, I believe, the Carolina Hurricanes are 43-15-7. They are third in the league. Third in the league. First in the division, though. Yeah. Yeah, first in the division. First in the Metro. Uh, going to the Capitals, who are 37-20-10, who are, what, third in the division. Third in the division, but 11th in the league. Yeah. Oh, sorry, no, fourth in the division, but 11th in the league. Yeah. Well, currently holding putting, on to... Putting hatred for the Capitals aside, our Hurricanes are too much... Or an um, too unbelievable this year. Yeah. yeah. Hurricanes, Hurricanes are going to take this game, as, I think, with no problem. As you can say, they're an unstoppable storm. All right, who's the second game of the... Uh, <laughs> Van- <laughs> Vancouver, who is 32-26-9, goes to St. Louis, who are 30-25-9. Excuse me. Um, I, th- I think St. Louis Blues take that one. Uh, jo- Jordan Cairo is just... He's a different fucking human this year, man. Cairo! He's, he's unbelievable this year, man. He's... Oof. No, I say he's having a Leads the year. team in all three categories. Goals, points, and assists. Leads it leads in all three. Same with JT Miller, who leads the Canucks in, again, goals, assists, and points. I am going to go with the Blues on that one. I'm going to take the Blues. Blues! Yeah, I'm also going to take the Blues. And then for the Carolina game against Caps, Carolina. Yeah, yeah Carolina. Full show. Alright, moving on. Speaking of the Blues, the Blue Coat, the number three Blue Coats, uh, the, uh, the third place Blue Coats, or third and fifth place Blue Coats, go over to Pittsburgh, who's second in the division, fourth in the league. Uh, right now, the Blue Coats are 42 19 5, and the Penguins are 40 17 and 10. So, p- potential one, uh, the potential first round matchup in the Metro, no, depending on who, who takes it. Here's my only quite concern. Are we going to see you know, the Penguins that we saw against the Rangers this past week? 
Or are we going to see the Penguins today against Detroit? Yeah. <laughs> so if we see the Penguins against the Detroit team, I'm going to say Penguins all the way. But if we see the Penguins against the last Rangers matchup... You can see against the last Rangers matchup and against Buffalo. Yeah, both New York teams they played play last week. Well, it just depends on which side of Pittsburgh you get. Yeah. Are you going to get the angry, pissed-off Penguins, the angry Russian Bear Malkin? Or are you going to get that, that normal, level-headed... The angry Russian Bear... So it, it just de- it, it just depends on how pissed off you, you make Evgeny Malkin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you piss off Evgeny Malkin, the Penguins are going to win the game nine yeah. out of ten times. I gave him today a hat trick today from Gino. Yeah, yeah. and one to two. <laughs> against Detroit. Imagine, imagine if the Leafs lost eleven to two. Imagine Steve Dangle. Dang Dang what could happen? Imagine, imagine if this was the. Imagine if we were playing the Leafs today and one eleven to two. Oh, he saw how bad when he was, what, 7-1 to one with our top six forwards all out. He saw how pissed off he was then. Imagine how pissed off he'd be if they lost 11-2. to two. Yeah, seriously. Uh, look, I went to he saw how pissed off he was when they won 10-7. Like. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they said it happened. I, I, I went to no, a football game and a hockey game broke out. <laughs> Alright, the next one. The defending Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay, host... The Carolina Hurricanes. Ooh. Hurricanes are 43-15-7. Tampa Bay is 41-18-6. Hurricanes are number one in the division and number three in the league. Tampa Bay is currently number two in the division and currently number seven in the league. So. Uh, I'm going to take Tampa. I want, as much as I don't, I got to go Carolina. I got to take Can't. Carolina again. Keep, keep in mind, Carolina is coming off. Like, this is their second game of back-to-back Home stretch. Tampa Bay played tonight, Mar- uh, Sunday, March 27th, and won against the Islanders. So Tampa has a day of rest in between two games. Yeah. So are, are you going to really root for a tired, uh, fatigued Hurricanes group, or are you going to go for a well-rested, defending Stanley Cup champion on the home ice in Tampa Bay? Yeah, I got Tampa. Yeah, I agree. I guess still got to go Carolina. Look, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna back the team that I'm um you know repping their jersey with and, I, no. <laughs> and uh, I I gotta go with Champa. So two to two, Bobo and I versus Not give me wrong. I'm gonna be a great fucking game. Yeah, yeah, wrong. So and hold on, my last game. Oh, for <laughs> Tuesday the 29th, a good old rivalry matchup, a good old first round matchup, a good old original six matchup. The Boston Bruins, who are 41 19 and five. Host Steve Dangles, Toronto Maple Leafs, who are 40 and 19 and 5. So Boston has two points over him, just to has that extra game in hand. Yeah, so right, actually, right <coughs> now, Toronto currently holds the third uh, seed in the Atlantic. Boston holds the f- uh, fourth seed. Right now, te- technically, they're tied. So um, Boston holds the first wild card spot. And obviously, Toronto holds the uh, third place. I'm going to go but with the Toronto, Toronto's eighth and Boston's ninth in oh, the league Jesus. right now. Yeah. So, I'm going to... Just because I want to see S- Steve Dangle fucking rage, I'm going Boston. <laughs> I'm going to be... I, I'm sticking with the Leafs. I'm going to stick with... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to side with Steve Dangle on this one and say the Leafs. Okay. I, I'm happy that, you know, I'm not alone with Bobo here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You let Boston score a fucking goal? Why don't you let the Reds score with your fucking trees? Go tell them! Tell them! And they think million of voice cracks with yeah. him. Alright, so Wednesday the 30th. Ironically, Kyle already said one of mine. Blues and the Canucks play again. 
Wednesday the 30th, which, again, I'm just going to, you know, you already said everything. I'm going to take, except I'm going to go Canucks on mine. I'm going to say that, you know, they're both going to be tired. I think yeah, Canucks I'm gonna, are I'm going to bounce back yeah. and say they, they take the home, they take the home yeah. part of yep. the home away series. The game I'm looking forward to, um, 9.30 p.m., L.A. Eastern and Standard. Eastern yes. Standard. Eastern Standard. L.A. and Edmonton in Edmonton. Oh, the number two and three seeds yep. in the Pacific. Yes. L.A., 36-22-9. Edmonton, 36-25-5. Or, uh, yeah, 36-25-5. So, ooh, I'm man. Like, how, how much can Leon and Connor Pepper start it? Whether it's Cal or Johnny. That was my first thought. I said, if McDavid's on fire, it's Edmonton. I said, but who... My thing is... For who's going to feed McDavid is my big question. No, not that. Who's in that for Johnny Quick or... Cal, Cal's been on a hot streak. Johnny Quick's finally starting to heat back yeah. up. How well finally can... Finally becoming Johnny Quick again and not Johnny not so quick. <laughs> yeah, how well can either goalie from LA handle the heat from McJesus or Dry School? Yeah. So... Fun fact right now, number 97, Connor McDavid, is currently sitting at 97 points. So he's just just shy so of the 100. I'm gonna. Well, I'll shock. This could be the game that puts him yeah. at that mark. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna be biased because I love McDavid. I'm gonna take Edmonton. I'm gonna say LA. Really? I gotta okay. agree with Kyle. LA. I gotta go with the Kings. Wow. I I just think you know it won't free like you guys said. It depends who's in goal. But at the same time, if McJesus and Drysaddle can get on that hot streak together like they have in the past few series, then. You know, it's all they have to yell. All they have to say is "feed me," and the buzzer goes off. They don't, yeah. it's, they don't even have to shoot their stick. It's just "feed me." <laughs> Pretty much. We want seven. <laughs> we want eight. The <laughs> <laughs> like the fans in Pittsburgh actually started chanting that today. Really? Like, we, like towards the end, I was like, "We want 11! We want <laughs> like, "Well, you do that, though." Yeah. Towards the end, you hear, "We want 12! We want 12!" And unfortunately, it didn't happen, but. And touchdown, Penguins. <laughs> touchdown, Penguins. <laughs> the Penguins beat the Lions today. Or the Steelers beat the Lions today. <laughs> I don't realize football's going on now. <laughs> Happy March, guys. All right, moving on to Thursday, the 31st. Um, one of the few games I have, the LA Kings taking on the Calgary Flames. The Kings 36-22-9. The Flames are 40, 17, and 8. I'm going with the Flames. Yeah, the, the Flames are too good in the division yeah. not, not to win. I'm going to go underdog. I'm going to go Kings. I'm going to be bubble on this one. I'm going to say Kings again. Say Kings, Kings take back. They're in Calgary, right? Well, yes. Okay, here's yeah, the thing. They're in Calgary. Here's going back to the Kings Edmonton. If the Kings win at Edmonton, they're going to lose to Calgary. If they beat. Edmonton, they're going to lose. You don't think the they're going to win both? I don't think they're going to win both. They're going to go one. I got one. them winning both. Here, here's the thing. I, I got them dropping, dropping a side loss to Seattle on Monday. So I got them rebounding and winning both games. Here, here, here's games. the thing: the Kings obviously come off a tough matchup against the Oilers on Wednesday, on Wednesday, and then they go back to back to another tough rival against the Flames. If they, yeah. if they lose, yeah. they're going to be playing their ass off to get that win against Calgary. If they win, they're going to have that momentum yeah. and that firepower to go in and win back. Here's the thing: okay. like, like assuming Cal starts against the Oilers on Wednesday, Johnny Quick might be like all lax and stuff against the Flames, and the Flames are going to come out, you know, shoot, shooting bullets and yeah. So, and I, I, assume, assuming. 
LA wins against Edmonton. That long shot. The, the Flames won. You think? Yeah. Well, and and they've been, they been pretty goddamn good on home ice. Yeah. They have been. They have been really and good. and Mar- Markstrom, yeah. assume Markstrom starts against the, the Kings, which, which we will. Yeah. Good, good, good. He stops, he's been stopping like everything. everything. Mar- Markstrom, you mean brick wall, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he had that one so, goof, what, last week where he misplayed the puck and yeah. lost in overtime. Yeah. And that's that, he would have had he would have had another shutout if it wasn't yeah. for that. Because I think that game in was one nothing. It was one. They, yeah, they so. lost in overtime. Yeah. So the reason I say one one, kind of what you guys are saying, you know, with the momentum. Hockey is one of those sports where anything can happen. Yeah, they could be carrying momentum. It could, they could go to overtime. But one bad bounce will that's change the momentum. Saying, anything. That's what I'm saying. If. You know, if the Kings so happen to be the underdogs going to Edmonton, they beat the, you know, big dogs of the Edmonton Oilers, and they come into Calgary, they're like, oh, yeah, we're full, we're hot heads full of steam, and fucking Johnny Quick misplays a puck, and it's 2-0 Edmonton, they're like, holy fuck, we gotta get going. And then the other matchup is the battle in the Metro, the Columbus Blue Jackets take on the New York Rangers. Um, you mean the Islanders? Islanders. The Islanders. I don't Islanders know why I said long. the Rangers. <laughs> Islanders all um, day long. Um, the Blue Jackets are 32-29-5, and the Islanders are 20-27-9. and can I, can I say neither? Because that's <laughs> right now that the, uh, the Blue Jackets are, if I'm doing my math right, 25 points behind the fourth place of Capitals. 15. I mean, 15. What did I say? 25. <laughs> You're a little off there, buddy. <laughs> Actually, I think my math is right. <laughs> Which it wasn't. <laughs> Oof. Um, yeah, shocker, right? <laughs> yeah. But if I'm going to choose a match, um, a winner, i got to go the aisle. I'm going to go the aisle. It's not that I don't want to see Columbus win. Yes, they're technically a local town team being we're only three and a half hours outside of it. But yeah, three with how I think. Yeah, but it's yeah. one of the it's one of those things where would I like to see Columbus raise a cup? Absolutely. Do I want to see them beat the Islanders? No, because the Islanders have been on fire lately. Mm-hmm. I think you're seeing the wrong team, but I don't know. <laughs> wrong, wrong New York team. Wrong yeah. Big Apple. Okay. Yeah, the Rangers. Have been I'm gonna on say fire. Columbus just because they they have the better chance. They're still not going to make it, but better they have a the better yeah. chance of making the playoffs. So they're still going to be fighting their ass off every single game until they are eliminated. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to go Columbus for that reason solely. Yeah. And then uh, the last one of Thursday, I have the Pittsburgh Penguins taking on the Minnesota Wild. That's a great game. The Penguins are... The Penguins got a bunch of tough matchups this week. Oh, so they're currently 40-17-10, and 10, and the Minnesota Wild are 40-20-4. and 4. Didn't the Penguins just get our ass... Didn't we just get our asses handed to us in Minnesota, or did we win that game? I thought we got right. our asses handed to We got our handed to us by New York. I know that one, but I thought we lost to Minnesota, too. I don't believe so. I thought we lost, like, 5-3. to three. I don't remember. I honestly don't know, but I thought we lost, like, 5-3 to three to Minnesota. I just think what's... This is going to be a great comeback for the Penguins. I honestly, I could be wrong. We could have, Penguins, or yeah, not we, the Penguins could have won it. I do not remember off the top of my head. I thought we lost like 5-3, maybe 5-4. I think so. I believe this is our first time playing Minnesota this season. I don't know. Yeah, this this is our first time playing Minnesota this season. I'm thinking of it. This one's going to be a good one, especially since 
Minnesota's in second in, their, in the Central, and Pittsburgh's obviously second in the Metro. Yeah. Yeah, and Pittsburgh's fourth in the league versus uh, the Minnesota Wild, which are tenth in the league. Yeah. So two top ten t- uh, teams are currently going head to head. Yeah. Not to sound biased, I'm going to go Pittsburgh by two. I'm going. I'm actually going to go Minnesota. The Wild taking it. Minnesota. I'm going to go Pittsburgh because we're. We Bobo has said this multiple times, and we this has been the the highlight of Penguins hockey since as long as I can remember. We play down to our bad opponents. We play extremely good against the good opponents. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh. On this per- perfect example, Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> Penguins lost. To, these two are at the Buffalo game. Penguins lost in Buffalo. What was it? Overtime, four three. Shoot out. Shoot out. And yet again, we go and we. Fucking destroy the Capitals like three one the a couple like a week and a half ago, or a couple we destroyed yeah. one of the best teams. Or we beat Carolina. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. If we beat Carolina by two, and I'm like, how the fuck do you lose to Buffalo but you beat the number one team in the fucking league? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm moving on. Uh, going back to the Big Apple, the battle of the Big Apple, Ooh. where the Rangers host the Islanders. Rangers. Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Rangers forty two nineteen five. Islanders are twenty eight twenty seven and nine. J- just as a little April Fool's joke, I'm gonna say the Islanders pull away, pull away a joke of a win J- yep, on well, April Fool's Day. And I that makes sense, right? I mean, <laughs> I love underdog story. You know, that's definitely one of those underdog teams where, you know, I know the Isles kind of are down this year. Last year they were phenomenal. Last, last, last two last years two they were years. phenomenal, and this year, you know, everybody's kind of shut them out. They've had you know the world against the world on their sh- the hockey world on their shoulders, I should say. But it's one of those things where yes, there's only what 35, 33 games left for each not team, even not 20. even less than twenty. Yeah, you know, you know, as of right now, the Islanders have eighteen games left on the season, uh, and they are currently nineteen points yeah. out of a playoff spot. No, the second wild card so, spot, which is helped by a tough uh, divisional foe in the Capitals. Now. If the Isles, yes, it, um, again, underdog story of the year, Isles went all the way through. They win their next 12 out, of, 12 out of 18 games, and they just squeak by in the playoffs, and they make it to the third round of the playoffs. Again, and lose to Champa Bay. I know, but <laughs> still, there's my second hot take. Isles make the playoffs, they go to the third round and get swept by the Lightning. Isles are not making the playoffs. No. That is a very, no. very, very hot. Isles are not making the playoffs. I know they're not, but... Even if they end up beating out Columbus, good luck taking that last wild card spot. They'd have to win it. They'd have to win at least like 15 yeah. in the last 18 That's why games. I said 12 of 18, because each one is worth two points. They'd have to win at, probably at the bare minimum. They'd have to win at least 12, and yeah. Boston Washington would have to lose like 10 of their yeah. last 18. Yeah, that's not like going to happen. So. <laughs> and then the other game I have for April Fool's Day... The battle of the baby teams. The infants. Uh-oh. Vegas and Seattle. Vegas, 100%. <laughs> Ve- yeah, Vegas. Battle, the expansion. battle the expansion teams. Yeah. Vegas. They're the final under team. Vegas and a sh- I'm going to go Vegas by four sh- and a shutout. Four nothing shutout? Yep. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna not gonna get the shutout, but it might, it might be a little bit closer than we're expecting, but I'll say I'll take Vegas. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, uh Bobo, who or who do you guys have for uh, Saturday the Second. The one I brought up off the bat, the one I am most excited for this yes. week, Pittsburgh and Colorado, the, the battle of the Nova Scotia boys, Sidney Crosby and Nathan McKinnon. Every time those two go at it, it's an it's That's such a, a fun game, game to it watch, is. man. I mean, considering they're one for the league with Colorado having number one. Yeah. 
It's all Colorado being 46, 14, and 6. Pittsburgh being 40, 17, and 10. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Colorado on this one. I'm going to um, take Colorado yeah. as well. Unfortunately. Colorado's yeah. way, way too good this year. Uh, as they, they are every year. Yeah, yeah. Man, I've actually found a couple more for the second. Uh, first one I have. Kings and the Jets. King or the LA Kings, 36, 22, and 9. The Jets, 32, 25, and 10. I'm going to go Jets. Jets by two. Mm. How hot is uh, Hollywood going to be? At that that's game? the he's big question. He's not doing too good this no. year. That's the thing. As much as I hate to say because, you know, he's on yeah. my fantasy team. <laughs> um, Fantasy-wise, he's doing great. Just, yeah. you know. Because the defense is just giving up so many shots, and he's getting more and more points, but he just, you know, his offense yep. isn't, isn't you know, doing more so in front of him to give him, give him yeah. support. Mm. I yeah. got it. You know what, fuck it. I'm going to take Bobo. I'm going to go Winnipeg, too. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> I'm going to say the Kings. And then I have two more for you. Just the way their defense is not pr- protecting um, yeah. Hellebuck. Yeah. Uh First of the two, Wild and the Canes. Minnesota Wild, 40-20-4. Canes, 43-15-7. I got the Canes in overtime. That's kind of a hot take, but Minnesota has extremely No, I'm, I'm going to agree defense. with you again. I'm going to say it's going to be a very close game. Yeah, Maybe not overtime, but it's going to be within, within two I, goals, Carolina. It is, yes. I got the Carol- Hurricanes as well. What do you think? Are you going to be the Are you going to be the only one to take Minnesota? Wow. You're going to Grand Carolina? All right, yeah, let's go. The last one. The Blues and the Flames. Blues, 35-20-9. Flames, 40-17-8. I got the underdog of St. Louis because they're going to be in. I know you guys said Calgary's hot at home, but I'm going to take the Blues. The Blues are going to cool I'm down that stick fire. With the Flames. Yeah, Flames aren't fire at home, so no pun intended, but they're fire. They're <laughs> they're fire. God damn it. <laughs> No, no pun intended, but Calgary is on fire at home. It, it's hard to stop yeah, Mark Strong with the Flames at yeah. home. So I'm the other one taking the Blues. All right. Some kind of last-minute um, things we missed earlier. Um, Nicholas Backstrom got his 1,000th career point on yesterday's game. So congrats to Nicholas I saw that. They, they throw an apples at yeah. him. That, yep. cool. that was pretty cool. Yep. And uh, just a fun fact to uh, end the episode here. If you had to take a guess, the highest or the biggest shutout in NHL history. This is just kind of for fun, you know, based, based on Pittsburgh's big win today. The biggest shutout in NHL history. 12-0. Was it too high or too low? Everybody take a guess. Uh, 9-10-0. 7-0. 15-0. Oh, it's the closest! Holy shit. The Detroit Red Wings beat the New York Rangers 15 <laughs> to nothing on January 23rd, 1944. I thought it was going to be like 7 The most goals there. ever scored by one team in one game. What would you guess? 17? 21. 18? 16. Oh, the Montreal, Montreal Canadiens beat the Quebec Bulldogs 16-3 to on March 3rd, 1920. Wow. So, yeah. Ooh. Just, so, some of the, just going, through, going through this, there's a lot of high-scoring games. Uh, yeah, Mo- Montreal beat the Toronto St. Pat's fourteen to seven. Uh, Minnesota North Rose beating Winnipeg fifteen to two. Buffalo beating Washington fourteen to two. Those are just just some big, big, huge scoring games there. Yeah, and for more, if you guys want to see some high scoring games, 
listen to the episode for the games of the week. If you want to watch some fun, high-scoring games, I'm telling you what, Pittsburgh, Colorado, what Kyle said, it's going to be a A high-scoring, close game back in November 25th, 1987. Detroit beat Winnipeg 10-8. to Oh, Steve Dangle will go off. We're going to try to over Detroit 10-7. to If you're a goaltender, turn the goal! Yeah, that was just just a fun fact I wanted to, to throw in there to, to end the week, but just based off of Pittsburgh's gigantic eleven to two win this afternoon. Yeah, I don't know. I was watching football. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, more than kind of lost track. No, because it was funny because I was at my buddy's house earlier today and the game started at five and like the first period it was three nothing and I was like, all right, whatever, it's three zero. You know, Detroit's gonna come back. They scored three one second and I'm like, okay. I looked at my phone. My phone blew up five times in the 15 minutes. I'm like, holy shit, it's 8-1. to one. So, so funny thing is, I went to lunch around 4 o'clock, and then I got the warning, hey, heads up, you know, Penguins you tried at 5 o'clock. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's not going to be an entertaining game. And then, like, when I was leaving more today, I looked at my phone, and I saw 25 notifications from NHL.com. 20 of them were the Detroit-Pittsburgh game. Like, what the fuck happened? I looked at it, I was like, oh, that's what happened. <laughs> that's what happened to me, too. My phone was blowing up all day while I was at my friend's house, and I'm like, what the fuck is going I, on? And I looked at the final score, and I was like, holy I shit. I heard in my... I'm, I'm happy I put my phone on silent while I was at work. I'm finally happy that Ricky, Ricardo Cal gets his first, yeah. first goal. In the first, first point, and then first goal. Yeah, because I heard my phone going on. I heard the goal... Malkin Mal- recorded his, what, 15th career hat trick? 15th. 15th, wow. Yeah, exactly. I can't remember if we mentioned that earlier, but... Yeah. No, so I'm getting welcome with his hat trick tonight against the Detroit Red Wings. He is now 15 NHL hat tricks. Good for him. Congrats to Malk. Congrats to the Russian Bear. Yeah, because he's an angry Malk. Russian Bear. Do not piss off the angry bear, man. <laughs> me, I am don't me. get Gino mad. Hey, you know, hey, you know what they say. Even hey, Gino hey, is hey, Even when the poo stayed strapped, what do you think fucking the Russian Bear is going to do? <laughs> Alright, and I think that'll do it, right, I think so. guys? Yeah, I believe so. so. I think so. Alright, guys, that'll do it for episode num- numeral 53, uh, 23, 24, I don't know. We're in the 20s this season. I don't, I've lost count at this point. <laughs> uh, obviously, uh, keep an eye out for any social media posts Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, yada yada. You know this field right now. Oh, fucking pay attention. See you guys next week. Later, guys.